Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. ourselves in his goodness it will radiate when Stephen was martyred it said that his face shone like an angel and that his words were so piercing the truth was so solid in him that to block out the deception they stopped up their ears and shouted he was so secure when you spend time in the presence of God it shows Pastor David encourages you in today's message that the more time you spend with the Lord, the more like Him you will be. And when your character becomes more refined to look like the Lord's, you shine. People will notice your closeness to the Lord. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor David in the book of Romans, chapter 10, as he continues his message, Foundations. Abraham believed God, believed the promises, and that was accounted to him for righteousness. He says, that faith, that's what was accounted to him for righteousness and what will be accounted to you for righteousness. To set your heart, to set your hope on what he's promised. More than all the morality, all the behavior, all the other stuff will flow out of the joy of being secure in his love. Look with me at verse 11. He says, the scriptures say, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. No distinction between Jew or Greek because the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him because whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how will they call on him in whom they've not believed? How will they believe on him in whom they've not heard? And how will they hear without a preacher? How will they preach unless they are sent? As it's written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news of peace, who bring the glad tidings of good things. Even still, they've not all obeyed the gospel because Isaiah says, Lord, who's believed our report? But faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Point number three, share his goodness. I love this little section because it's just so direct. Whatever religious excuses we have for why we don't want to preach the gospel, why we're not comfortable with evangelism, he's like, well, how are they going to hear unless you tell them? To the point, Jesus commands us to go. Acts 13, 47 says, this is what the Lord has commanded us. I've made you a light for the Gentiles that you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth. Mark 16, 15, go into the world and preach the good news to all creation. 
Matthew 5, 13, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill can't be hidden. People don't light a lamp and put it under a bowl. They put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. 1 Peter 3.15 says, In your hearts, revere Jesus as Lord, as Master, as King. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. And do it gently and with respect. In Acts 1.8 Jesus says, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria to the ends of the earth. Point is, it's a command. It's not a maybe. It's not a if you feel like it. It's a command. But please notice the tone of all of it. It's the good news. It's not the begrudging news. It's not just the news you're supposed to hear Glad tidings, good news, the message of peace with God. I think in many ways what Jesus means by having his flavor, by radiating his light, is, by being, is being rooted in his joy, in his love. That we would be exuding hope to such a degree that people get curious about it. I had some friends who were doing missions in the Middle East a couple of years ago, and, and one of them was telling me that, that they, part of what they would do is just be in the gym. And people would ask, why are you so happy? Like, that was, you know, they were, it's just disruptive joy. When we spend time with Jesus, it will radiate. When we root ourselves in his goodness, it will radiate. When Stephen was martyred, it said that his face shone like an angel. And that his words were so piercing, the truth was so solid in him that to block out the deception, they stopped up their ears and shouted. He was so secure that they couldn't take the steadiness of it. We need to root ourselves in God's love. And from that flows the fruit of evangelism and the things, the particular ways he, he calls you into that. And again, I mean, I'm convicted by this. I'm confessing because I don't feel like I, you know, people aren't stopping me at the gym and saying, wow, you're so happy. I'm praying to grow in that, to cultivate that, to be so rooted in him that it radiates, that people see Jesus, see the Holy Spirit. Where is he inviting you to taste of his goodness, to cultivate this? And again, I, I think he, he does often show up in our circumstances in beautiful ways, but it's really rooted in, first of all, looking at what he has already done to guard us against a discontentment and entitlement. First of all, let's just be grateful for the gift of eternity and his flesh and blood. And as he continues to lavish things on us, great, but it's already more than enough. He has already given us his kingdom. And we need to press in to get to know his heart and his personality. Ask him for fresh perspective on that. One of the areas I see this increasingly that he's, he's reminded me of it more and more is that this idea, this, this call to evangelism, 
is an expression of his humility. He doesn't need our help. In closed places, like in the Middle East, in some of the places, the, the closed countries in, where there just aren't a lot of believers. I mean, we have, a church, we have like three or four churches within a mile radius here, right? That is not the case in Afghanistan. So Jesus will just show up. Like a lot of people right now, like probably within the last week or two, meet Jesus in visions and dreams and just, he'll just come and talk to them. And he'll, but he'll still direct them to go find community, just like he did with Paul. He says, right, he knocked Paul off the horse and told Paul what was true and invited him to join him. But then he said, but then he sent a regular person to go meet with him. He doesn't need our help, but he wants us involved. And I think a big part of it is actually this, you know, he says, I go to prepare a place for you. And he tells us that as we serve him, we are storing up treasures in heaven for ourselves. I think part of what he does, part of how he's preparing a place for us is just preparing us for heaven. He's, he's working with us to help us invest wisely in eternity, to store up treasure. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 3. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11 says, no other foundation can anyone lay except what's already been laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold or silver or precious stones, with wood or hay or straw, everyone's work will be made clear. The day of truth, the day that everything is set right, will declare what we have built because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test everyone's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work that he's built on it endures, he will receive a reward. But if anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet so as through fire. He's giving you an opportunity to build up an inheritance, to build up more inheritance. glad you tuned in to today's teaching from Main Thing Radio. We're currently in the book of Romans, and there's more to learn next time. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again, or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is up for today, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy will try to resist it from spreading. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their hearts? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please 
prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David. And thank you for joining us today here on Main Thing Radio.